Hello and welcome to the Waste of Web Space podcast, episode 41. Starring Jimbo and Fisher. Excellent. So we're back up and running and we must say to you, Happy New Year. In fact, the title of this podcast is Happy New Year, Seven Days Late. It's 2019. It is 2019. Uh, hooray. hooray. We get around to podcasting in between Christmas and New Year, did we? Oh, we didn't, unfortunately. But um, we but we did do a nice last... We did, but that's good that we started our review early, didn't we, in the Christmas episode? Yeah. So we've been kind of doing review of the year through a quiz that you prepared for me. And you've got 11 more questions coming up today for me, haven't you? Is that right? I've got 11 questions. There's going to be belters for you. And I might drop in the odd fact I found out throughout the year as well uh, from last year into the podcast. Is there anything that carried over from last year? In terms of things that happened? Yeah. No, I think anything that happened Was in 2018... Was there anything I asked you to research or anything like that? Do you remember? Um, I can't remember, actually. There's probably things that you've asked me to find out, that you always ask me to find out. <laughs> Did you do your homework over the Christmas holiday, Fisher? Uh, well, I, was, I, probably, I was too busy having a good time enjoying myself and well, eating loads of turkey. Well, go on then, tell us what you, you did go up to at Christmas. How, how was it for you? Uh, well, it was very enjoyable. Plenty of presents, plenty of time uh, with family and all that sort of stuff. All the good, enjoyable things about Christmas. And I even I bought my dad a Christmas card. You know, I, bought, I bought my dad a Christmas card. Okay. My mum dad a Christmas card. Yeah. Um, and I got on it. I couldn't find one that said on it. I left it a bit light, to be honest. So I couldn't find one that actually said to mum and dad. So instead, I ended up with one that I think said mummy and daddy. <laughs> uh, which, bear in mind, I'm in the 30s. It's probably not a very good uh, card to give to your parents. But obviously, it's better than that. But do you know, the amount of cards that say on it, you've got to be very careful buying these things. There are things that say on it to dad and his husband. Yeah, you've got to be careful. I've, yeah. I've, I've, actually, in, I've, I've actually landed myself in a situation before on Valentine's Day, I believe it was, when right. I accidentally bought bought a card that was was intended for. I'm not sure how I got it wrong, but anyway, I, I bought the wrong card. Right. I didn't realise until later. Yeah. So I was I was once at a wedding, and someone we were also at the wedding with had bought a card, which I think was for us to sign for everyone to sign mm. um, as part of our group. And I think it said on it to the to the happy missuses. And do you ever get do you ever get do you ever get cards like that you find that you've not delivered after Christmas like ones in the back of your car that fell out with a bag and then you you realise you've not given somebody a Christmas card I have done that a few times yeah I've spotted one in in I've not actually looked whose card it's meant to be I know it's not yours because I give you yours yes, in person yes you did um, but there is a card in the back of my car that I haven't delivered and I don't know who it is and yeah just hope for next year well well yeah it's yeah. easy isn't it yeah uh, what was your best present then or your worst present uh, worst present. I don't get any bad presents. I only get good presents. Um, just in case a person who gets a bad present is listening to this podcast. Okay. <laughs> no, I got plenty of. Uh, I got some new cricket equipment. I got a new. I got a new bag to c- carry my qu- cricket equipment around in. Okay. You can't, you can't get anything better than that. Yeah. They're bloody expensive, I tell you. Just yeah. for a, a bag that you've got some wheels on. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got some new. So you got new a ball shirts. bag. I got a ball. No, no, no. You put any old equipment in there, not just balls. All oh, right. Okay. Uh, I got some new shirts to go to work in. Yeah. So I can look cool <laughs> when I'm at work. Right, okay. That was good. I see you at work and you don't look cool. I saw you today. <laughs> exactly. I looked, I looked nice and smart. I got one of my new shirts <laughs> on joking. today. I'm joking. Nice and smart, didn't I? So, my dad's got the habit of... Right, I, I, what what kind of guy do I strike you as for sure? You know, when it comes to like... How long have you got? No. When, when, it, when it comes to like my maybe hobbies, right, as a person, right, you know, am I the... Am I a kind of maybe a mountain walker type person? Somebody who likes to be on the outside, do you think? No, I've never, I've never known you go walking or up the side of a mountain or anything like that. Yeah, uh, have you ever known me go camping on camping holidays? What kind of camping? What, um, what kind of camping? Uh, I've never, I've never known, never known you inhabit a tent and do anything like that. So 
for quite a few years now, my dad has been buying me camping equipment. So right. I've had a tent in the past. Okay. Um, I've had torches. I have had like uh, what do you call them? But your sleeping bags. Sleeping bags. Yeah. I've had like lamps that you'd have on in a tent. Right. And this year I got a camp. I got a camping table and chairs. Right. Set, right. Okay. And I've still never been camping. Do you think you should ever just speak to your dad and tell him that... No, he works at Halfords. Oh, so... he works at Halfords. Well, can't, can't you get some things for a car? You've got a car. <laughs> Why can't he get you well, that? No, to be fair, I do sometimes get some windscreen wash, yeah. which is appreciated. But, yeah. Well, yeah so, but... that was my present. Well, yeah, I suppose getting some coolant for Christmas but isn't quite um, <laughs> as, as, as touching, is it? But I well, suppose the big news that happened... Apparently, it's a thought that counts. Oh, it is, yes. But uh, well, the big news... It's been very helpful recently, actually, so he has been sending me lots of thoughts. So, okay, yeah. very good. <laughs> but the big thing that happened over Christmas, yeah. Jimbo, let's be honest, let's talk about the elephant in the room. I appeared on your radio show. You did. Uh, did you know... Did you, well, I mean, we, we don't mention it that often on this podcast, do we, but... Um, do a little radio show on a Sunday afternoon, on a Sunday morning, don't I? Yep, our Penison FM 95.7 from uh, 10 till 12. Yes, Jimbo's Sunday brunch. Jimbo's Sunday brunch, yeah. Starring and, Fisher last weekend. Yeah, and and myself. And it, we we had an opportunity, didn't we, to, to plug our own podcast? Yeah. We um, should have got the recording, actually, and let you listen to it. We, should, we, should, but, we might be able to play it to you in future. Yeah, but I don't know what the copyright issues are with things like that. But anyway, even though it's me yeah. and you. Um, but anyway, yeah, we give ourselves a little mini plug, didn't we? Yeah, I wonder. It was a bit the... weird. It was like role reversal, wasn't it? Yeah, I wonder if this, I wonder if sort of some listeners might have complained about our, us plugging our own podcast. And if they had have complained, you know what I've done to them, Jimbo? I'd have made them listen to our podcast <laughs> and show them how many times you plug your radio show on our podcast. <laughs> it's only fair, isn't it? Exactly. It's so, only uh, fair. We did that. It was a good program. I thought. Yeah, I enjoyed th- it. there was a fact on there, wasn't there, though, that you came out with. So you have done a little bit of homework, is that right? Yeah, there are a couple of facts on there. Which one in particular? There was one about um, fires. You said that apparently the waiter, because we were talking about the droughts, weren't we, in the summer? Well, not the, the the heat wave in the summer. Yeah, we did a review of the year. And we? then caught, yeah, we did a review of the year. Uh, and it also caused, the the, the the sort of hot weather caused fires, didn't it, on the moors and so on. And you said something about the fact that the reason there were fires on the moors is because there weren't lighting enough fires. <laughs> Uh, well, not not quite. Uh, I maybe could have phrased that slightly better on the radio show. Um, but a lot of academics argued the fact that one of the best ways to stop fires is through fires. So if you burn off certain parts of the moorland... Isn't there a Scissor Sisters song that goes a bit like that? Probably, yeah. This, well, they sing about all sorts of stuff. Fire, we fire, fire. Yes, yeah, that, that, that one. I tell you what, you might not, you might not be a king camper. This is why we need to get a music licence, Fisher, so we can hit some incidental music in there. No, you won't let me. No, you can just you get singing. Just sing it instead. Yeah, okay. you, you're doing a good job. Um, so the best way to do it is, well, allegedly the best way to do it is have some controlled fires to get a fire break. And then if the moors do catch fire, they can't spread past the bit that's already burnt out. Right, okay. But they won't, on Saddleworth Moor and around there, they don't do any burning and any sort of control fires. Mm. So it means when it does set fire, it can sort of spread like... Um... Wildfire. There we go, that's the one. <laughs> anyway... So this is a bit where we normally get you, uh, get a drink in, isn't it? And also we do a bit of apologising at this stage of yeah. the show. Have we got anything in particular to apologise for, although saying Happy New Year seven days late? Yeah, I apologise for being one of those very dull, boring people who doesn't drink in January. Oh, especially when it's people's birthdays in January. People well, don't not, appreciate that, you know. Well, it's not my birthday in January, it's yeah, February. But, you know, some people have their birthday in January. Oh yeah, uh, well, probably anyway. about probably about twelfth of the population, I guess. So are we, are we back doing dry January? Because last year, br- January. last year brought us some this. What was it? Budweiser. Budweiser prohibition. 
It was disgusting. It was horrible. I, I didn't... My, my In wife... fact, is that horrible? You've still got some left and you, you, your poor wife's drinking it. No, that is not true. <laughs> I was out shopping earlier on this evening with my wife to buy some non-alcoholic lagers or non-alcoholic beer and she said, I quite like that Budweiser. Oh, okay. Um, so she, she went and bought some more of it. So you did today. drink it all then? No, she drank it. No, she drank uh, the bits I didn't want because it was horrible. Right, okay. Although she quite liked it, so. But she drank. Did you drink all of the the beer that you bought last year? Because I remember you you'd got quite a few. Uh, I think I only got sort of three or four. Oh, fair it wasn't too okay. many. So this time we've gone something slightly different. This, there is a very small alcohol content in this old ice and dried. We are drinking. Oh, so it's not even. It's, you can't even class it as dry January then. It's near enough. Um, well, it's called... just so you never know, Fisher's cheating and he's having something that's not point five percent alcohol. It's, it's called Brewdog Nanny State. Um, and obviously that's presumably a pun on the lack of alcohol in here and the sort of do-gooders who say you shouldn't be drinking. Okay. Um, and I'm just going to have it out of the can. Okay, so have it out of the can. Save you washing up. Uh, hmm. I've done the usual thing, which is pouring it. I've got a head on it bigger than Piers Morgan's. Um, that's all right, actually. It's. I, I, I had a taste of this the other day. I went to the pub because I'm still trying to support our publicans. Because it's January and you thought you'd go to the pub. I thought because it's dry to... January, you thought you'd... The best thing to do is you go to the pub. I'd show, I'd show off and let people know what an idiot I am. Um, but I thought, well, we should still be supporting our publicans. The amount of pubs that close down. I'll still go in and drink a, you know, mm-hmm. some diet. I'm not having full fat coke. I'm having diet coke when I go in. Um, and I ordered one of the, well, I had one of these. I didn't think it was too bad. No, it's okay. It's, be- it's definitely better than the Budweiser. Hmm. But it's more of a beer, isn't it, this one? Yeah. So it's a bit I, more beery. Like so if you are doing dry January, you look out for you can get that one. There's it, plenty of other non-alcoholic ones available though as well, isn't there? But this one's Brewdog Nanny State. 0.5% hoppy ale, so you still get a little bit of a little I, bit of alcohol. I don't think it's very hoppy. I would say it's more malty than hoppy. Mm. I'll be honest, I haven't had a taste of it now. I don't think it's quite as nice <laughs> as it was when I had it yesterday, but yeah, never mind. It'll do. So, are we going to talk some news then? So, what's been going on in the news? Because uh, I kind of tuned out of the news for a little bit, and I think a lot of people do that, don't they, in the Christmas and the New Year? They kind of zone out a little bit and do their own thing and don't really pay attention to what's going on in the world, and then we all put the tellies back on and or put the news back on and the radios back on, we're getting as cars, we're going to work, we get on the, on the railways, um, yep. which uh, is just as bad, but costs 3.1% more. It is, yeah. Of course. There's always time for a railway moan, isn't there, on our of, podcast? That's what we are known is. for. Unlike the trains, our railway moan turns upon time every podcast. Yeah, it, and and um, they're still continuing to strike into into January as well, aren't they, on Saturdays? On so Saturdays, if you want to go anywhere on Saturdays, uh, good luck. Yeah. Although, you, although you can get on the train because there's normally four carriages. It's just that they only come every couple of hours. Yeah, so. and you can't go very far. Yeah. And you can't travel after five o'clock in the evening as well. So, yeah, there bad, you go. Bad news if you like getting the train. Um, but now everyone's started listening to the radios again, picking up the papers, the metro newspapers, reading the news, you know, just tuning back in. Um, people thinking, oh, news, news exists. News, yeah. What's going on in the news? Uh, well, there's a bit of news about Brexit. Is there? <laughs> I think it's the same as what it were before, to be fair, though. Probably. Uh, we don't really talk about Brexit that much, but something, something actually Brexit, well, there's a couple of things in relation to Brexit that have actually caught my eye a touch, which is uh, to do with um, ship, uh, you know, there's... I know, I know it is. This Brexit thing is is a, a load of shit. Sorry, <laughs> yeah, oh, you sorry. said ship. Sorry, I did say ship. Right, um, okay, so shipping, and we've the, the UK government has awarded a contract to three companies um, to allow extra ships to travel. I think from Ramsgate in the UK in Kent across to France. I think it is, and they've awarded three contracts: one of them to a Danish firm, one of them to a French firm, and then one to a British firm. 
To which you initially think, well, why haven't you just ordered the, ordered the contact to three British firms? Because to some degree, that's, that's why people are quite annoyed, I think, really. <laughs> and probably have vote. One of the reasons people probably vote for Brexit is the way in which the government sort of gives business overseas and not yep. sort of looking after the interests of British people, which is probably a feeling that a lot of people have got. So you think, initially, why, why haven't you given three contracts to British firms? But then when you delved into it in a little bit more, bit more detail, it turned out that the British firm in question... Do you know how many ships they are? Um... I'm guessing they should have quite a few. They should have. They should have. They've got none. <laughs> um, which, you know, that, 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 that can happen. You know. I've got a little uh, toy one in the bath if they want to borrow that yeah. and be able I'll... to send, like, a, I don't know, send some, a matchbox across on it or yeah. something for the matchbox trade. Um, I mean, to be fair, our podcast doesn't own any ships, but no. then we don't claim to be a shipping company. No, but we do own some fantastic equipment, don't we? Yeah. And, um... and two amazing presenters. Well, yeah, I suppose the point you're sort of making there almost is that we actually own podcasting stuff because we do podcasting. <laughs> and if we own, if we were a shipping company, it might be a good idea to own some bloody boats. <laughs> yeah, it's not that hard, is it? Um, but a bit more about this company. Uh, do you know? Do you know how much they had in the bank as at the 30th of April this year, according to the accounts at company's house? Okay. Um, well, you think, if, again, mind... if they've got no boats, does that mean because they've not bought the boats yet, so have they got a fair bit of money? No, not really. Up? No? No. Okay. Um, are we talking a couple of thousand pounds or something? A bit less than that. Really? Yeah. Go on. 799 quid. All right. <laughs> um, and so they've got, they've, got some, they've got some money out to them, which means they have net current assets of £7,163. Uh, the slight problem that's, that's your net current assets. That's kind of how much money you've got and how many how much money you've got coming in. So Comes like, from the accountant. Uh, well, accountant slash IT person. No, no. Well, uh, I've got a degree in accounting and financial management. I would have everyone there. Um, <laughs> don't know if accountancy nowadays, but never mind. Um, so that's the net current assets they've got. That's the amount of money they're due to get in for definite in the next twelve months. Do you know? So that's about seven and a bit thousand pounds. Do you know what their net current liabilities are? What they're due to pay out in the next twelve months? Go on. Uh, about four hundred ten thousand pounds. <laughs> mean that they've got a, and you, you, you don't really want to be having more money paying out no. than you've got in at the moment. You want you want that sort of when you take one away from the other, you want it to be about zero, give mm-hmm. or take a bit, which means you're being efficient with your cash. Yeah. Unfortunately, they're not, they're not being too good, really. You know, uh, yeah, that's that, that's not really a very good position for them to be in. No. But never mind. Um, I, th- I think that's a bit of a poor do. And then also we've got a crisis, haven't we, with people crossing the British Channel on boats. Are they? A national emergency was declared by Sajid Javed, the Home Secretary. You've got you've not seen this story. No, because I've, I've told you I've not lo- not watched the news. Have you not? You're missing out. Uh, <laughs> our Home Secretary. Is it? Are people doing it on like banana boats and you know uh, stuff just, like this? Just like little boats and coming across. Okay. In, I think in the last sort of month. Is, is this is this leaving our country to go across to France? No, no, the other way around. All oh, right, okay. Unbelievably, why? why? <laughs> Unbelievably, people actually want to come to this country on a on a small boat. Okay, like I, I like a little fishing boat. Yeah, come over in the night, try and avoid being captured and landing. Yeah. Um, land on the south coast, mm-hmm. and uh, then you're into the UK, obviously. And in December, I think it was about forty people that did it. Right. Um, now I think I had a look at the amount of people who you can legally cram into a mini. Mm-hmm. And I think it was about twenty odd, about twenty-one people legally. Oh well, not legally. Sorry, uh, obviously not legally. The amount of people <laughs> can get into a mini. The world record for most people in a in a mini. Okay. So don't be trying to get into a mini because it's not legal. I think yeah. I think you've got yeah. So I think at most two minis, two two carloads of mini carloads full of people have turned up, and a national uh, crisis has been mm. declared. I mean, 
I can't help think that. Well, at least we've got some boats though now. We've got some more boats, yeah. <laughs> which is a bit <laughs> Look more at the positives. Th- it's a bit more than that bloody company that's got the boat contracts. Exactly, got. yeah. So they could use them. You could give them the contracts if anything. But Sajid Javad, our Home Secretary, came home from his holiday. He did to help sort it out. Yeah. Did he, did he come in a boat? Uh, I don't know. So, sounds <laughs> sounds to me like he was just having a crap holiday and didn't want to be there. <laughs> Said, "Oh yeah, sorry. I'll uh, better go home. We've had a few people turn up on on the boats, so better go and see what's happening." Uh, but a lot of people are sort of saying that they're trying to government's trying to make a bit of a mountain out of a molehill, and Sajid Javas trying to um, uh, forge his own career. Right, perhaps you could say. So that's been one one story. So I want to go on to sport next, anyway, and we're going to go on to talk about Crystal Palace goalkeeper Wayne Hennessy who today has been criticised... Hang on, he can't do anything that bad, surely. Uh, why not? What do you mean? Well, he's only a goalkeeper, isn't he? Yeah, well, he's, he's been criticised for... What did he do? Not save a penalty very well? Uh, no, he's been criticised for, for what he's done in his, his personal time. All right. So, um, <laughs> this was his tweet... Basically, he's, he's been pictured um, at some sort of gathering or team gathering or something like that... Um, where with his teammates and he's doing the sort of Nazi salute. So he's got his, really? you know, with okay. a, it's a Hitler salute sort of thing. Well, that's not very good, is it? No, it's not. Um, but he's got a perfectly good explanation. Okay. No, he might have got an explanation. <laughs> he thinks he's perfectly good, <laughs> but it's not going to be a perfect good explanation, is it? Are, are you ready for the explanation? Go on, okay. then. What did so, he say? This is Wayne Hennessy on Twitter. Yesterday evening, I had a meal with my teammates and we had a group photograph. I waved and shouted him at the person taking the picture to get on with it and at the same time put my hand over my mouth to make the sound carry. <laughs> it's been brought to my attention that frozen in a moment by the camera, this looks like I'm making a completely inappropriate type of salute. I can assure everyone I would never ever do that and any resemblance to that kind of gesture is absolutely coincidental. Love and peace, Wayne. <laughs> but that, that's not the... Hang on, let's just have a look at the photo. Right, so... Okay, thank you very much. Uh, but just looking at that photo, though, it's not—it's not just saying he did a salute. You know, you, 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 I suppose you can sometimes put your arm up in the air that looks like you're doing a Nazi salute. That can happen sometimes. You've just got your yeah. arm in the air. However, he's also got his hand just under his nose, like a Hitler moustache, hasn't he? Well, he, what's he doing? What's he doing? The, 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 the explanation—he was putting his hand there to carry the sound, like you know when you put your hand. But it, but you normally put it to the side, not straight under your nose, not, do not, you? Well, that just muffle the sound, if anything. You'd have thought so. But yeah. anyway, Eric Eric Cantona has been the best response of today. All oh, right, okay. <laughs> Are you ready for this? Oh well, another another fine gentleman with yeah. Go so on. this is Eric Cantona's tweet. Okay, yesterday evening I was playing against Crystal Palace. <laughs> I saw a wasp about to attack a young child <laughs> in the crowd, and being a footballer, thought it would be best if I kicked it away. It's been brought to my attention that frozen in a moment by the camera, this looks like I'm trying to kung fu kick a Crystal Palace supporter. I can assure everyone I would never do that, and any resemblance to that kind of gesture is absolutely coincidental. Love and peace, Eric. <laughs> Is, is that actually is that genuinely from Eric Cantona? Is it? Uh, I don't. I don't know. I, it looks to be the genuine Eric Cantona, but yeah. you know, we'll have to maybe have a look at that in a second. Yeah. But I but just, he's known to have quite good wit, though, in Eric Cantona, though I think so. Uh, well, he's at least more sensible. That he doesn't do na- Nazi salutes when he's on camera. <laughs> he does occasionally kick people in the face. Well, um, that's, that's not a very good thing to do, is it? I mean, just in general, I suppose it's extrapolated by the fact that the two main things that he's holding out are his hands. And bear in mind, he's a goalkeeper. His hands are massive, so he's drawing even more attention to it than he would have normally. Exactly, yeah. I think he's got a good voice, if anything, being a goalkeeper right at the back. You wouldn't... Yeah. But then goalkeepers do have to kind of give it the old shout, don't they, sir? So... What did you say? He'd have the hand, his hand at the side of his face, surely. 
Yeah. I mean, I've always said, if in doubt, don't do a Nazi salute. <laughs> Particularly if there's someone there with a camera in your famous. Exactly. Uh, yeah. Um, so we've got... Um, we'll stick, should we stay with sport? Because uh, another footballer has been misbehaving themselves. Oh, go, go on. Which one? And that's Wayne Rooney. So you might remember uh, last year... And we talked about how Wayne Rooney had crashed a car or had a bit of an incident in a car or I think been caught drink driving, drink driving yeah. in somebody's VW Beetle, which had been discontinued now, apparently, haven't they? They've stopped well, now. Because of the negative publicity from Wayne Rooney. I don't think it's that, but anyway. Wasn't wasn't he in that in in the VW Beetle alongside a hairdresser or something like that? Mm. Not there's anything wrong with hairdressers, I isn't to add. Um but someone who wasn't Colleen Rooney Rooney. Mm. I think was part of the problem. So what's happened to him then? Well, he's been arrested for public swearing and intoxication. What's wrong and, with that? Well, I think he's he's been a bit misbehaved. Um, right. In I don't know if it was like in an airport or or something like that. But um, he yeah he was it he was at Dulles International Airport in in Loudoun County, Virginia. So he's in America, is what you're saying. Somewhere, yeah. yeah. And, uh, yeah, he's, he's been arrested for public swearing and intoxication. So, um, apparently, I don't know if he's given the excuse that he'd been on sleeping pills as well to help him oh, for God's sleep sake, or something like that. Why which... don't you just say, it looked like I may have been intoxicated. However, I had taken sleeping pills and something <laughs> like that. I mean, that'd have been funny. Why do you need sleeping pills? Well, he'd been he'd, he'd been um, from he'd, he'd just arrived in Virginia from Saudi Arabia because he'd been attending a, a Formula E Grand Prix, right? And that's why apparently he was in a bit of a mess. But so he's, he's been taking he's... ease as well as, as well as his sleeping. <laughs> but the fact that he's got himself arrested obviously shows that he's you know he, can it just be a bit of disorientation? It does sound to be you know a bit more than that potential, doesn't it? He's playing well, he's playing in America into now. He's playing Rooney. for DC United, I think, yeah. isn't he? Yeah. Well, I suppose it's a bit bad, isn't it, you know? Um, so what were you arrested for, mate? Well, I'd taken too many prescription sleeping pills, I think you'll find. <laughs> I mean, if you're tired, I think you just need to create a better atmosphere for going to bed, Wayne. Which is not the only one, because uh, Katie Price has today pleaded guilty to... Not guilty, sorry. All right, not big, guilty. Big difference, Jimbo, big difference. difference. Yep. To not guilty to drink driving as well. Um, what was her excuse? <laughs> She, I don't know if she's given an excuse. She just pleaded not guilty to it. She can't remember um, the incident because she was that pissed. Is that what and this saying? was in October. Uh, she'd been driving a pink Range Rover um, oh, well, twice over the legal limit. So how she managed to plead not guilty then if she was twice over the legal limit? Unless they just charged her for driving a pink Range Rover. Well, I suppose that should I, be. I a... wasn't drinking pink gin, I promise. No, no, it's not, it's not the pink gin. It's a pink Range Rover. That's what we're pulling you for. Okay, your car wasn't very well hidden. It stood out <laughs> a little bit with your bright pink Range Rover. And she, uh, is it is it uh, the case that she nearly went bankrupt recently, Katie Price? Apparently so, yeah. yeah. Um, so that's said, I suppose she's not really got much of a career, to be fair. Mm. She? But there we go. Anything else you want to go on and talk about? Uh, uh, ch- uh, yeah, China have sent a probe onto the other side of the moon. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not really sure what you think about that. Um, I'm not really sure whether so you care what, why, that. Yeah, is, is, are they looking for anything we've not found before? Uh, well, I don't really know. It's a slight, uh, slight... I thought they'd been there loads of times now. I thought it was just like... I thought to astronauts, the moon were just like skeggy. You know, like, they've just been there that many times. They've, they've, they've done all arcades, they've seen all turns. They're not they're not bothered anymore. I, I didn't think the moon was the big thing, you know. I thought it was just there and that's it. Well, do you know how many people have walked on the moon? It's not as many as you'd think, is it, apparently? Well, it depends how many you think it is. Well, I mean, I would, Im- I would have imagined now we've been there once that you'd be talking, what, 30 upwards maybe? But apparently it's not that many no, at all, I, is it? I don't know if it's either 9 or 12, something like that. It's, mm. You were 
if, if we are into double figures, it's very low in double figures. So not many people actually physically go to the moon anymore. But mm. they do tend to send probes there. But China have sent a probe that's gone to the other side of the moon. Now, is this a big deal? Well, from a distance point of view, I don't really know. Because do you know how many, how many uh, kilometres it is from Earth to the moon? Um, I'm not quite sure. What the, I, I'm assuming it doesn't matter which... I, I'm assuming this is at the closest point as well. I'm not very good in kilometres, but I'm not very, I won't I have an idea of miles Okay, either. so I've got miles if you want. But... It's okay. So where we are... <laughs> we are. Can you work out the kilometres? Uh, well, do you want me to just tell you? We are nine miles from Barnsley. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like guessing that. it might be a little bit further than that. It is. Is it? Is it like... Oh, no, I'm not going to be able to guess. Is it like... No, I don't know. No idea. Um, 12 kilometres. No, it's not 12 kilometres. Uh, we're talking... Uh, 384,000 kilometres, give or take a bit, to Which the moon. Is how far? Well, it's about distance from here to the moon. Uh, so that's how far it is. But So that's if you want to send a probe to the moon, that's how far you've got to go. Okay. However, so you've got to go 384,000 kilometres. we stick to podcasting? We'll stick to podcasting, yeah, because we can't quite launch this. We're struggling to launch out of Yorkshire, let alone out of, into a different uh, universe, onto a different mm-hmm. object in the moon, uh, in, in the solar system. So uh, you've got to go 385,000. A thousand kilometers to get to the moon, but then to get to the other side of it, you only have to go an extra 1737 kilometers, mm. which I don't think is that far. No, well, I mean, on the the, the fact of... actually, no, sorry, that's a radius, not the diameter. Oh, right, okay, so you've got to go twice as far <laughs> right, to get to the other side. So you've probably got to go about an extra 3000 kilometers There's to the probably other side. Nothing of the moon. There. Isn't, isn't it dark on the other side of the moon? Well, probably because it's got no, I don't know, well, it depends whether it's depends where the sun is. Yeah, I don't know. I think I think we're talking about stuff that's too complicated mm. for us. Actually, if you if you, if then the... get some cheese while we're there, though. Yeah, it depends where the moon is. I just bought some grommet. I don't know. Um, but speak, stick, sticking on the moon thing, um, SpaceX billionaire. Uh, he's he, well, he's like he's like involved in SpaceX into this Japanese billionaire who's apparently preparing to take SpaceX's um, first flight around the moon. Right. Uh, in 2023, so sticking with the moon theme, he's going. Yeah. Their plan is to fly around the moon. Um, I don't know if that means he's going to be actually on or in something and go all the way around the moon. I don't know. Okay, well, the um, radius of the moon is about 1,700 kilometres, so the circumference of it will be um, pi times the diameter of it. We've worked out the diameter is about uh, 3,200 kilometres, and that times pi would end up pi, being... What's pi got to do with anything? I'm talking about the moon. Well... Pi, moon pi, pi is, pi is 3.14. Moon pi? What's moon pi? 3.142, so times <laughs> by 3. Th- I think People the, have tuned out now, Fisher. Sure. They've gone. I think, gone. The, I think the circumference of the... To do a circumference of the moon is about 10,000 kilometres. Right. But I might have to Google that while we're on the podcast. You talk for a bit. Anyway, what I'm trying to get across, Fisher, is that he's... Okay, he wants to do this in 2023. He wants to fly around the moon. But did you know that he's just become... Um, the world's most retweeted person of all time. Uh, I, I, yes, I did see this earlier did on today. So he, he beat a kid who tried to get Wimpy to give him some burgers, hadn't he? Not, that... not, oh, sorry, not Wimpy, uh, someone else. Um, another fast food joint. Well, Wendy's fast well, food joint. Well, I mean, he's uh, he he's called y- Yusaku Mizawa, I think is his name. I said it right, probably not. Yeah. Uh, he promised a hundred random Twitter users who reposted one of his messages a chance to win a share of a hundred million yen. Jimbo, get with the times. It's not reposted, is it? Go on. Re- it says reposted. Retweeted. Re- come re- on. It come says reposted on here, but that's about um, where products Twitter generation. You know, I might need your convertery, by the way, which is about nine hundred twenty-five thousand dollars. Right. Okay. So, which probably accounts to being about. Uh, 
Ooh, it's about £700,000. £700,000, yeah. So, yeah. So, because of that, I mean, I think that's, that's cheating, really. That's buying your way, isn't it? Anyway, I could just say that. And I could just not give him anything. Well, yeah, you, you might struggle to d- deliver the end product. Which I... I won today. Can I just say, at Christmas, I won £30 on the National Lottery. Yep. The annoying thing about the National Lottery is... Did I, say this? I didn't say this on the last podcast, did I? The uh, annoying thing about the National Lottery is when you win something and you play online, you get an email that says, Hello, James. Yep. We have some important news about your ticket. Right. Please click here and congratulations on your prize. And that's all it says. Right, so you don't know how much it's going to be. You do not know how much it's going to be. you got the tension built up. The tension builds up, and then you open it up and you find... It's 30 won. quid. 30 quid, which is, which is not bad, it's fine. Um, or sometimes it's a lucky dip, which is a bit more disappointing. Um, but I won another £30 on a scratch card. Now, right. the great thing about this is that the scratch card... I, for, we had Secret Santa at work, and my mm-hmm. Secret Santa bought me a... Or they made me a jar of jokes, because they know yeah. I like jokes, and we, we know we run out of them for the podcast, yeah. don't we? And we've got some of them oh, coming up shortly. I should have... I know. I, 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 if I try and, I'll try and remember one before the end of the podcast, but there was a really, really good one that I really, really liked. Is it? What do you call a judge with no testicles? It's not <laughs> no, that one. Okay. It's not that one. Uh, but no, there's a. I'll bring some in for the next episode. But anyway, um, yeah, so I've, I've got this jar, it's got jokes in it and a few sort of like sweetie heart things in there and just a few pick-me-up sort of stuff. Yeah. And uh, there's also some scratch cards. Right. So I won one of the a pound on one of these scratch cards, and then the resulting scratch card that I bought won me £30. Oh, well done. So that £5 secret Santa limit, yeah. Has then developed me thirty pounds. What an investment it was. Not for I invested yeah. in they invested in me. That's a terrible investment for the person who bought it, surely. <laughs> you give him money away. I feel like I need to buy him a coffee or something. Yeah. But anyway, so I'll, I'll, but I could I'll, just make you could make this up about you anyone, if I wanted to become the most retweeted person, maybe people would look in would people really look into it before I'm, you know what? Before I retweet this guy, I'm going to yeah. really do my research and find out exactly how much money he's got, yeah. or if he's even got any boats. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> maybe he could. Maybe he could maybe just I say. Could just do that. I can guarantee you a win on the lottery because I've won twice in the last week. Yeah. That'd be all right. Time lucky. Yeah. So how pissed off would you? How pissed off would you be if you'd have given someone a scratch card and they end up winning sort of like a six-figure sum on it? Mm. Oh yeah, just gave him a stick, took that in a jar and gave it to him as a secret Santa <laughs> present. What did you give him? Well, I gave him like a quarter of a million quid. <laughs> but he was retweeted, by the way, uh, five point four million times. That's quite a lot. Which I... is a lot to say. It's all written in Japanese. Oh wait. But I suppose it translates, doesn't it? I'm, I'm impressed he could understand it. And his, but and his, his, uh, his uh, Twitter handle is you suck twenty twenty. All right. <laughs> All right. So yeah. is, is that referring to uh, he, so, does, he doesn't like that type of cricket? Or it could well be. Um, <laughs> or may, maybe... See, I got a cricket joke there. Well done. Yeah, you... <laughs> I do know what cricket is. So maybe he's just sort of already saying that next year he's going to be terrible. Mm. In 2019, that might be so. Yeah, 2020 yeah. next year. Yeah, so that, that's what I was getting at there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but getting back to the most important thing, mm. do you know what... I said the circumference of the Earth was about 10,000 kilometres. Yeah. Uh, sorry, circumference of the Moon, about 10,000 mm-hmm. kilometres. Uh, 10,921 kilometres. Right, okay. So I, said, I, I didn't know that. I tried to work it out there and then. No, that's Doing... quite a lot. Did did you know some... I, I, I don't care whether it's quite a lot. What you should be saying is, well it, was quite, it's it quite, it, was, it was well worked out. Well done for working it out. Yeah, thank you. Is, is this not some sort of maths podcast, you know? It should be. Uh, going back to the moon thing, he will be the, one of the first uh, people to travel to the moon since the early 1970s. All right. So, yeah, there you go. Uh, anyway. Uh, hang on, one of the first or the first? I don't know. It just says... Uh... One of the no, he was among the first people to travel to the moon since the early 1970s. So people aren't bothered basically. So they spent right. a few years there. Thought, well, it's rubbish, isn't it? Let's you know, I might as well just go to Butlins and yeah. didn't bother going again. So 
Anyway, any more news stories for she you want to talk about? Well, well do you think perhaps that uh, NASA, or the, the, the company that was actually in charge of sending rockets to the moon, unfortunately didn't have any rockets left? Mm. Could well have been the case. <laughs> yeah. the current climate. Uh, has anything else been happening in the news? I don't know. Let me have a... Well, there's, 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 um, sausage rolls have been in the news again. Have you been? remember this last year when Greg's decided that they would use a sausage roll instead of the baby Jesus, is that right? Yeah, yeah. In uh, Christmas marketing. That <laughs> caused a bit of a storm. This year, they have done a vegan sausage roll, which is good because it's Veganuary. Remember, we talked about this in our last year's podcast this time, didn't yeah. we? So, Veganuary, um, which is about being vegan for a month and trying to be vegan, and obviously that saves the environment, saves animals, and yeah. you know, and a healthy way to eat in many cases, in a lot of cases. Um, but, yeah, they this time, they've done this sausage roll that's vegan, but it's caused a bit of a storm because people are saying, oh... You know, I don't know why. I don't know why it's caused a storm, but people are talking about it. I think it's mainly Piers Morgan into who's kicked off about it a little bit, saying oh, he, he, off about he would rather. I think he said something on Twitter about rather being impaled on a spike than um, than go do veganuary for a month. So Good. Ho- hopefully, that's something we'll all be able to watch shortly. Yeah. If it's if it's actual choice, can we just get on with it? <laughs> yeah. Hurry up. Yeah. I'll tell you <laughs> what, they don't want you to do veganuary anyway. So get yourself impaled on a spike, Piers Morgan. But it might be worth trying one. I might. I might try one myself. What, a spike um, to impale Peeled Morgan? <laughs> nah, yeah, it'd be annoying if he was impaled on the spike and then they top, they put a sausage roll on the top of yeah. it as well. <laughs> a vegan sausage roll. There you go, Piers, just have that while you're yeah. there as well. I suppose what I find quite amusing is that, um, aside from the idea of a, a vegan sausage roll, which, let's be honest, is a bit weird, isn't it, really? Uh, it's a bit different, you know. It's not It's not something... Just don't call it a sausage roll, call it a veg roll or something. Well, a vegan roll. Yeah. yeah. Um, or is that just a vegan doing a forward roll? That could be, yeah. Or a backward roll. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Doesn't specify. Yeah. I suppose the old joke, isn't it? How do you make a sausage roll? Just shove it down the side of an L. Yeah. Um, but, Christmas, yeah, Christmas crackers, you know. I know. <laughs> um, but one of the things is that Greg's aren't particularly associated for sort of that kind of healthy food, really, are they? And they make fairly, um, should we say, low quality. Um, Pasties? Past- yeah, well, pies. I mean, it's, it's always, Sandwiches. It's fast food. The cookies it's- are outstanding. The cookies oh, yeah. are are something special. I'm a bit of a cookie connoisseur, yeah. and if I had a little notebook for cookies, they'd be right up there. Yeah, you know, on, on the chart of cookie scores. But let's be honest, they're not noted for the quality, really. Are they? Is what I'm sort of saying. Yeah, they're just noticed a quick food, isn't it? Quick yeah. grab. People do say the sausage rolls are are the best, though, don't they? There's a big, you know, people do like a Greg sausage roll. Not, well, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not that into sausage rolls, too fair, but. Uh, well, me neither, really. Uh, in all honesty. But I, I just find it quite amusing that Piers Morgan often has a go at these, uh, they're called snowflakes. You know, people who get easily offended by stuff. And what's he doing now? <laughs> He's getting offended by a sausage roll that he doesn't even have to eat. <laughs> what the hell's wrong with him? He's just like having a go, he's having a go basically himself. Maybe Piers Morgan is that much of a moron that he even hates himself. Well. That could well be the case. Okay, so you might remember in the last episode, Fisher, um, I did a little bit of a, a game thing, didn't I? Which remember it? How could I forget I, it? I can't. Why did we even do it? I think it's because I'd not prepared very well, had I, for the yeah. podcast? Uh, it's because well, it's because it, the podcast was forty or yeah, forty that's episodes right. old, so we said let's do um, guess other people who are going to turn forty this year. Yeah, which was two thousand eighteen. Yeah, and then uh, we thought we enjoyed it that much, and yeah, it was a good, go. it was a good little game. So basically, I have to describe celebrities to Fisher and he's got to guess who they are just from the description haven't you yes 
Um, so and I think you got do? 17, didn't you, last week? In, in, did we give you five minutes? Five, in five minutes, I think yeah, I got so, 17. So I thought if we do it again, um, we'll try it again this time, but we'll do celebrities that turned 41 yep. in 2018, because we are reviewing the year 2018, aren't we? Yes. So we'll stick with 2018. And if we did t- turn 41 in 2018, 19, 19 we'd just be doing the exact same celebrities as last week. Same list, but I might score more points this time. Exactly, yeah. Um, uh, but no, so these are celebrities that turned 41 in the year 2018, because yeah. this is episode 41. So basically turning 42 this year. And yeah. and another reason is because, again, I've not prepared for the podcast very well. Okay, we have a theme, don't we? But we thought, because it was, it was actually quite a lot of fun, weren't it? So we thought we will stick with it. Uh, the listeners will decide whether it was fun or not. <laughs> I thought it was good. So, the challenge is, Fisher, can you beat 17 in five minutes? Uh, I will do my best to ask as many as I possibly can, because some some of them I don't even know. So, So 17 in in five minutes, that's an average of about one per 20 seconds. That's right, yeah. If you can describe them well, I can get that. Okay, right. So, I'm going to set my timer going, Fisher. So, these are celebrities. And people at home, you can be shouting down uh, at your phones or tablets whatever you're listening on if you think you know the answers it's not gonna make any difference fisher can't hear you but it's interesting to see how many at home that you would have got from from my description so are we ready to go i'm ready here we go then contender ready gladiator so first of all he's an actor he he talks a bit like this batman Oh, uh, that Batman. Uh, well, I presume he's in the Batman films. Yes, uh, uh, he's also in things like Peaky Blinders. Oh, and oh, he's, yeah, a yeah. Tr- he's, he, he's a bit. He's a bit of cockney geezer, like. Uh, I think a little bit sometimes. Trying to die, right, Winston. No, 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 no. Oh, they, they have no, no, come no on. chance on this. No, Try and describe you, his name. So he's he is. Oh, we're not doing very well yet. Okay. He's, he's, his first name is is off. The the the, the mouse is called the mouse is called Jerry. Uh, Tom. Tom. Yeah. Oh, Tom Hardy. Thank you. Right, okay. <laughs> Next then, he's an absolute idiot. Piers um, Morgan. No, he, he he might well be the next president of the USA if the last one's anything uh, to go by. Donald Trump. No, oh. if the next if the last one's anything to go by, this guy's got a real good chance of becoming the next president of the United States uh, on the next time they have an election because he's also an idiot and he wants to be president of the United States. Oh, can you ask? Yes. Yeah. Next then, uh, he's a wrestler. He wears a cap. He says, I can't see uh, you, uh, and jo- stuff like that. Is it John Cena? So Yeah, he says yeah. things like that. That's right. Yeah. Next then, he's a boxer. Um, he must have got a dad, I, but he's a bo- he, I think he's better than his dad. Because... Must, of course he's got a dad. <laughs> I can not have a dad. Chris Eubank. No, because he's, he's, he, 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 we know he's got a dad because... Because he, he must... he's a human being, and every human being's got a dad. Yeah, but his, his name has got the, the reference that he's got a dad with the same name, potentially. If you know what I mean. Oh, so he's, he's called Junior. Is what yeah. He, 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 uh, there's a band uh, called Floyd, Floyd Mayweather Junior. There you go. There you go. Next then, he is the pri- uh, president of France. Uh, or Emmanuel Macron. Yes. Next then. You see, I can uh, do eyebrow stuff, mate. Uh, next then, her hips don't lie. Uh, Shakira. Have you, you counting all these, by the way? Uh, yeah, I'm on five, I think. Next then, uh, who have we got now? Who are we gonna have next? So she was uh, a vampire slayer. Uh, Buffy the Vampire Slayer, who was played by uh, Sarah Michelle Gellar. Excellent. Uh, next then, he he's an actor who uh, comes out in the summer. Uh, he, he, he sprouts in the summer. He flowers in the summer. Oh, he's the opposite of Michael Bublé. No. Um, he, comes out so, uh, he, he he's he's named after a place in Florida. Oh, and he comes out or, in the or, summer. Or, or Orlando Bloom. There you well, go. Clue, you know, no, he's British. Next then, um, 
He has. He's a footballer, a French footballer. He's. I think he's. He did a bit of sort of assistant managing in the summer of a team, and I don't know if he manages a team now. But oh, is it, played for uh, Arsenal. Played for striker Arsenal, uh, Thierry Henry. Yes. Henry. Next. Now another junior. His dad's a complete idiot, and so is he. Um, his dad's the president of the United States. Oh, Donald Trump Jr. Yeah. Eric Trump. Next then, your favourite lead singer of a band. Oh, uh, he must be. He must have a great first name, Chris Martin from Coldplay. Yes. Next, um, who we're gonna go with next? Who we're gonna go with next? Oh, I'm running out of people. Really. Next, he he is. He got into trouble a few years ago for writing a song that sounded like a bit rapey. Um, and people would describe him as not being clever. His name is the opposite of clever. If you got stupid. rubbish on a test, you you might be described Fail. at school as being a bit. Fail thick. And you wrote, silly. You were right. You got the you got the you got it. He was a bit. Thick. Yes. And he, and he wrote a song about blurred oh, lines. Uh, Robin Thick. Excellent. Well done. I should have just said blurred lines. Yep. Um, next then, uh, a wrestler who, who jumps off ladders and stuff like that. Um, oh, now is it down. Is, we've already had Tom at the start of all this. Oh, one of the Hardy boys. Yes. Uh, Can you remember the names? Uh, Matt and Jeff Hardy. So one what, of them. Oh, Matt Hardy. Oh, no, Jeff Hardy. One, thank you. Next then, he is appears on Big Fat Quiz of the Year quite a lot. Jimmy Carr. No, oh, he's got uh, big bushy hair, afro, uh, glasses. Richard, Richard Iowardi. Yes, well done. Uh, next then, um, he, he's got a stupid name and he's a rapper. He's uh, got Jimbo. a ridiculous oh. name. You could say it's just another word for ridiculous. Uh, what a what a what a Eminem. What a crazy uh, ridiculous name. Um, he's CeeLo Green. No, it's no, not rap. It's not crazy. He's saying you can pass if you want. Uh, no, I'm going to try and get it. Um, so he's got a ridiculous name. That's another word for having a ridiculous name. Stupid, silly. Um, <laughs> he's, he's bonkers. Oh, Dizzy Rascal. Think of, another, think of another word for bonkers. Mad. No, we've got about another oh, go on, pass, 20 pass, seconds go on. there. Ludicrous. All right. All right. <laughs> Next then, uh, who else have we got? Uh, I think we've got time for one more. Yeah, keep going, keep going. I'm Come trying, on. I'm trying. Next, he... he Bends over and looks at his face in the mirror. <laughs> Sometimes he catches himself looking at his face in the mirror, bending over backwards just to try and see it clearer. Oh, is that? Is but his a... breath fogs up the glass. <laughs> is, is this a song lyric? So he, he pulls a new face and he laughs. <laughs> I guess what I was trying to say is there is no other meaning. Some, I don't know, something like that. I don't know. This is a song. You try, oh, you're trying to sing a song? What? Yeah. No? You don't have got it? No, no, time's up. Just trying to describe who it is. Jason Mraz. I don't know. I only knew his song. So you could just said, I'm yours. There you go, anyway. Well, I hope you're not. So, how did you get? 14, I think. Oh, that was terrible. You got two stuck on the Tom Hardy one, I think. Well, and the ludicrous one. You could have passed. You could have said his first names. Well, you could have described sort of. Uh, well, you could have tried to describe him a bit differently. Well, people we didn't get to then. Uh, we had. You should, um, have, you should have made a reference to him being. You should have made a reference to the Hardy Boys, because obviously I know they are. Or well, Stan Lauren Live Hard. I know that now, don't I? Um, but yeah, I think we did pretty well there. I think we got a lot of the a lot of the big names on there. Anyway, I was I would have been actually struggling after that next one. There weren't many more left. DJ Fresh. Um, don't know if you know DJ Fresh. Nope. No. Nope. Sai. Oh, from uh, Gangnam Style. Gangnam Style turns Cause, forty-one. Because he wrote Gangnam. So, do you know what Gangnam Style is? Gangnam's a uh, place in South Korea, isn't it? It's part in place in Seoul in South Korea. Uh, where a lot of rich people live, and he, I think Gangnam Style was actually having a go at all the rich people oh, who right, live okay. in this particular area. Mm-hmm. Obviously, like irony is that he now lives there because he got that much money from doing his song. Mm-hmm. All right, okay, interesting. Eddie Howe, he turns forty, he turned forty-one in two thousand eighteen. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So next few big names. Next episode, do you want me to have a go at trying to explain and see how we go? We could do. That'd be good. Um. Anyway, hope you enjoyed that, and I hope people at home enjoyed that. If you didn't, we'll not do it again. 
Unless, well, until, well, well, I have a go anyway, because I need to have a go at it next turn, so, but I thought it were pretty good. So, time for the final part of today's podcast, and that's uh, Fisher is going to continue with his bit of quiz of a year, isn't it? So, reminders of the things that went off last year, but you've got some funny new story-based questions, aren't they, I think? Uh, they are. Um, all of these on, on here are... I believe genuinely true. Uh, I've I've got most of them from a book that I got for Christmas, um, which is the book of the year two thousand eighteen uh, by the No Such Things of Fish podcast. So have they have they have they have they named it book of the year? I mean, has it been voted book of the year or? No, I think I've just claimed that uh, that title. It's a bit rude, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, obviously, perhaps we should start calling our podcast podcast of the year. Okay, um, <laughs> but. Because I was actually thinking about the Weiss Web Space podcast. You know when it's get a list of all the podcasts? Yeah. We were talking about having ZZ Top on your radio show, weren't we, the other yeah, day? Yeah, yeah. At, at the bottom, you have to scroll down. Waste of Web Space. You scroll down all right the way to the bottom, don't yeah. you? Yeah. Should we rename the podcast A Waste of Web Space? A, a Waste of Web Space. Yeah. yeah. Get yourself on top then, won't we? We'll try that, yeah. But there we go. But uh, book, of, book of the Year, um, uh, 2018 from the No Such Thing as a Fish podcast. Obviously one of the um, best podcasts uh, around, I would what say. What are you doing? Not as good as ours, but you know the... you're using their material. No, I'm just reading. I'm just getting some of the stuff. You're just from reading book. stuff out for our, on our podcast. No, just that's... you're just reading another podcast stuff on our show. This is this is stuff that I could have found anyway if I wanted to, but you didn't. You went but... to you used another resource and pulled it all together yourself. I used one of my Christmas presents. What okay, fair enough. It's fine. That's what you bought for. It's fine. And so obviously. So obviously, don't listen to us. Just listen to the the uh, plenty of what do we call it, plenty of fish. Is that something? Different? No, that's that's something completely different, Jimbo. <laughs> um, so, uh, one of the I'm going to say two statements. One of them is true, and one of them is completely made up. Okay, and made up completely by me. I would hasten to add. Yeah, yeah. So there we go. So uh, first up, trademarks. Obviously, we did a trademark quiz in one. Uh, oh, I remember that one yeah. episode, didn't we? So, uh, however, something else has come to light in terms of trademarks. And what is true about trademarks and tennis players? Is it that Roger Federer no longer owns the RF brand as he moved away from wearing night clothing and he's currently negotiating to get get this brand back? Or is it that an overactive lawyer inquired with the Williams sisters as to whether they wanted to take legal action against the playwright Tennessee Williams on the basis that his name sounded like Tennessee Williams? Oh, yeah. That's a bit harsh. It's his name, though, isn't it? Well, yeah, I mean, I must, yeah, did it happen or not? Um, it doesn't mean to say they actually sued him. Um, I think so the second that... one sounds a bit more bizarre because that's that's just his name. You can't do anything about that. Well, I don't think they actually sued him. I think it was sort of it had been suggested to him by a, a very keen lawyer who's mm-hmm. keen to look out for that sort of stuff. Right, I'm going to go with but, the fir- I'm going to go with the first one. I think Roger Federer and his initials. Yep, you'd be right. <laughs> Apparently, Nike owned the uh, initials to them. Right. Uh, okay. uh, sorry, they own the brand for mm-hmm. uh, the initials. Mm-hmm. And he's kicked off a little bit and said that he wants them back because there is initials. Yeah. Although not just his initials, are they? No, there's a lot of yeah. there's a lot of people with the initials RF. Yeah. Have you got any RFs in your family? Uh, no, even we are we are fishers, but I don't think I can't think of anyone with a with a. Oh, I'm I'm saying that. I mean, I'm, I'm probably like missing someone out who's an important <laughs> relative. Of hope our they're family. not listening to the I re- podcast. I really hope that uh, they're not did, listening. Oh, their Christmas card's not the one in the back of the car. Oh yeah. Um, I know there's a golfer called Ross Fisher, so no, perhaps okay. he wants to no relation. Yeah. If if I was him, I'd try and nick in and get get, get that brand and claim it off as your own. Why Go not? on then. What's next? So next up, uh, elections. Which As, rid- I beg your pardon. Uh, elections. All oh, right. Okay. Yeah. So which <laughs> which ridiculous promises were certain voters in Africa offered this year? Is it that the runner-up in South Africa's election, Eugene Filawaiko, had um his man- had in his manifesto that the country 
would follow Australia by entering the Eurovision Song Contest, and that the national currency would be jointly shared between the Rand and the Bitcoin? Or was it that the runner-up in Zimbabwe's election, Nelson Chamzina, had promised better transport via trains running at around 400 miles an hour, and promised that it would get the Olympics to Zimbabwe. <laughs> Is 400 miles per hour a little bit... Well, the, fast, the fastest train in the world goes about 250 miles an hour at the moment. <laughs> so that would be a bit unrealistic and possibly a bit unhealthy as well, maybe. Yeah. Not not ideal for passengers to go that fast, I don't know. Yeah, and I don't want to say it's completely bonkers, but he promised a winter Olympics going to Zimbabwe. Well, no, I, I, didn't I mean, really. to be fair, is, is that is that is that really that bad a promise? I mean, what we promised here in the UK and what do we actually get with trains? Well, to be fair... Start that again. Well, yeah, but we did uh, we, we did have to get the Olympics you know, when we tried. Yeah, so. that's okay. Let's go the... So which one's the, the, the real one here? So, so, yeah, so the which one's the real one? First option was that uh, South Africa were going to join Australia and go into the Eurovision song, song contest. And use Bitcoin. And, and use Bitcoin and the Rand as their currency. I'm going to go... Fast running trains and um, getting the Olympics to Zimbabwe. I'm going to go the first one, I think. And you would be wrong. Oh, okay. Uh, that presidential candidate, he did actually come second. He, he suggested that Zimbabwe would get the Olympics uh, coming to Zimbabwe and also that trains would run about 150 miles an hour than they are <laughs> currently able to run at. Okay. Uh, but did you see my... I, I did a tweet uh, just just after I finished work for the year and basically said that Northern Rail trains are completely rubbish. Do you know how many likes that got? Go on. It got 43 likes and 11 retweets. Did it? Yeah, well, probably, there you go. Probably, Congratulations. Probably more than others. Yeah. Why has nobody been listening to you all year, though? I don't know. Why are people just listening now? At Christmas as well. You know, you say so, you, you, you've just finished for work, you're in a good mood, and you still want to sign off by saying Northern Rail are crap. Yeah. I think it must have, I must have captured the public imagination at that yeah. point. Um, so, we had a quiz about sausages. Yes. Um on the podcast yeah, a few it weeks was ago. Co- and there was one called Sit On My, it was sit on my Sausage, wasn't it? Do you remember? I think so, yes. <laughs> um, so, sausage, bit of, bit of sausage news for you. Um, which is, how did a sausage save the life of a Devonshire butcher, Chris McCabe, this year? Was it that he got trapped in a walk-in freezer, so he used a block of, block of frozen sausage to break the locking mechanism and escape? Or, after being broken into and had a gun pointing at him, <laughs> he hit the gunman with some frozen sausages and ran out of the shop. Do I think I've heard this? I don't I, know. Did this come up on your sausage? And I was, I was also a little bit disappointed that there wasn't an option where he had a sausage in his pocket, was shot, and the sausage absorbed <laughs> the bullet. Um, that was what I was hoping for. They said, is uh, it a sausage in your pocket? Or... <laughs> um, uh, I, I, you know what? I think the first one sounds more realistic, but why? Why do I think I've heard the second one before? I'm going to go the second one that he hit the bur- the the robbers, the thieves, with or the the attacker with with a sausage. Uh, you'll be wrong. Oh. Stick to original instincts. It was trapped in a walking freezer and used the frozen sausage to break the locking mechanism and get out of the walking freezer. Wow. Um, so. How did Manchester City, moving on, slightly different subject, how did Manchester City midfielder Kevin De Bruyne help to topple a foreign government this year? Did he throw sausages at, uh, at the government? He did, yeah, and pelted them with it, so they all hid inside, and then they stormed the building. Um, and then Piers Morgan shouted, I hope they're proper sausages and not vegan ones. <laughs> um, so, was it that his goal against Brazil in the World Cup helped to topple the government of Haiti? Some bad news released by the Haitian government during the game was intended to be released when Brazil were winning, as most people in Haiti don't support the Haitian football team because they're crap, so they support Brazil instead. However, 
De Bruyne's goal won the game for Belgium, and everyone was really annoyed. And then bad news was released, meaning they got even more annoyed, <laughs> and a week later the government was toppled. That makes perfect sense. Or was it that the government of Guatemala hired who it claimed to be a number of Manchester City players to make personal appearances alongside the president who was struggling for popularity? However, it was noticed that the footballer claiming to be Kevin De Bruyne was a fake, and this was given away by the fact that the footballer was playing right-footed and not left-footed like Kevin De Bruyne. This put more pressure on the president who was ousted the following week. <laughs> Both could be real, could could be real, I suppose, but I'm going to go with the first one, I think. The first one? Yeah. That yeah. They released bad news and then the Belgium wrong... end up winning. Exactly, yeah. You'll be right. They'd have to be good lookalikes, really, wouldn't they? Yeah, they'd have to play football quite well. Yeah. But, yeah. I wouldn't put it past... Imagine trying to get a Wayne Rooney lookalike. Well, I'd probably be, probably be too tired having taken all the <laughs> sleeping pills, wouldn't he? Um, so, uh, how did Liverpool council candidate Stuart Fordham end up looking stupid this year? Was it that, having recently moved from the Labour Party to the Liberal Democrats due to his anti-Brexit stance, he appeared on the local news and apparently... Forgetting his recent defection, he encouraged all voters to vote Labour before correcting himself and telling people to vote Lib Dems. Or was it that whilst out campaigning, he slipped on his own campaign poster and broke his ankle and had to literally campaign on crutches, having fallen on his own face? <laughs> I'm going to go... I think the first one does sound like... Because there's been a lot of defecting MPs because of Brexit, so yeah. I think that one could potentially be a real one. So I'm going to go with the first one. Ah, you're wrong again. Oh. So he actually slipped on his own face? He actually fell on his own face. <laughs> he fell over himself. Right, okay. Um, but there we go. Uh, what happened to the members... Because it wasn't the Green Party, slipping on litter, on their own litter. After it be biodegradable paper, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah, re- fully recycled paper. Mm. Um, so how was the memory of a former astronaut tarnished this year? Was it that the second man on the... It's going full circle, aren't it? Yeah. How, was it that the second man on the moon, Buzz Aldrin, was awarded the Citizen of Honour Award for his home state of New Jersey? And that award is similar to the freedom of the city that you sometimes get in the UK. However, the official documentation given out to attendees of the event referred to him as Buzz Lightyear. <laughs> um, or was it that a newly erected statue of the first man in space, Yuri Gagarin, from the USSR, was removed after a week as people complained that its head was too small and that it was placed next to a McDonald's? <laughs> um... So was it? I want it to be the first one so badly. Call him Buzz Aldrin, Buzz Lightyear, yeah. or Yuri Gagarin. Surely people have made that mistake before, though, as well. Um, Must, I wonder if Buzz Lightyear. I is think, actually I think it can't be the first one, which just sounds really funny. But I'm going to go with the second one. I think second one. You're right. It is the second one. I made I made the first one up. Um, why did question we on? Uh, question. I think that was question five. Okay. Um, so I think there's six questions to go. How did why did company director Miles Savory get fined seven hundred pounds this year? Was he was he eating non-vegan sausage rolls during Veganuary when he was supposed to be eating vegan ones? So he was eating savoury products when he shouldn't have done. Exactly, Mr. Savory. Uh, no, it no. wasn't. Okay, it was it was classed as the worst Mister Man around as oh, well. Right, okay. Um, <laughs> but, yeah. But... Although, to be honest, when when you hear what he did, you know it might okay. be uh, it's more like to be called Miles Unsavory, but. Uh, so, is it that he's a keen football fan, and retrospective eyewitness accounts suggest that he had been turned up to Chelsea FC games for up to 18 months dressed as a steward, watching the game for free whilst wearing a high-vis vest? He was found out when, during their game with Liverpool in March, he celebrated Chelsea's first goal, 
and failed to pay attention to a fight that was breaking out in the section of the crowd where he was meant to be stewarding. <laughs> he was fined £700 for breaching health and safety regulations by impersonating a security official. Great idea, though, if that's true. Good idea, yeah. Especially the expensive ticket prices. Well, yeah, pretty ridiculous, isn't it? Um, it, w- it was proved that he wasn't actually a Chelsea fan because he wasn't racially abusing some of the players. Couldn't you say, well, I've got a yellow coat. I can't help it if people let me in. Well, exactly. Um, and so- a walkie-talkie. <laughs> <laughs> Just hang on, can we let him in? Yeah, I've yeah, got a really, thing. really old traditional mobile phone. <laughs> so was it that, or was it that he wanted to buy a particular private number plate, but he didn't know who owned it? So he contacted the DVLA, saying he'd been in an accident with a person with the car of the number plate he wanted to buy. The DVLA therefore told him who owned the number plates, but also told the owner of the number plate. When he contacted the owner offering to buy the plate, it was reported to the authorities and fined £700 for breaching the Data Protection Act. Okay. Um, interesting. Um, I think the second one sounds sounds potentially real compared mm. to the other one. I mean, would you be able to get away that long with pretending to be a steward? And I mean, uh, it's not very good, is it, security-wise, if you're sneaking in and be, pretending to be a steward. If anything, Chelsea should have got into a lot of trouble for that. Yeah. Um, but I'm going to so go with the second one, I think. Second one, and you'd be right. Um, yeah, not very good at all. Um, talking about football, did you see that Raheem Sterling's one-year-old? Uh, he put videos of his one-year-old son on Instagram playing football. Is he good? It's quite good. Yeah. See. Yeah. Mm. But I did notice on the it was filmed like in his kitchen. Oh, he's his got, kitchen. He's not yeah. showing off his kitchen again. Yeah, is he? He's got. A, I tell you what, he's got a nice kitchen. Yeah, it's all well and good like having his son showing off. He tell you what, he was proper booting the ball pretty well for like a one-year-old. <laughs> but yeah, you could see him in Raheem Sterling's kitchen there. Um, so next, we move to Todd Heatherton who retired from his job as a lecturer at Dartmouth College. What was controversial about his exit? Was it that he was accused of sexual misconduct and admitted acting unprofessionally whilst being drunk? This is in spite of being the author of a book called Losing Control, How and Why People Fail at (laughs) Self-Regulation. Or was it whilst working late into the early hours of the morning on an academic research project regarding the effect of good sanitation in the workplace in the university's 24-hour computer lab, he was desperate to go to the toilet, and thinking he was alone, he urinated in a waste paper bin. However, he was caught by CCTV in the computer lab after being reported by a cleaner. <laughs> um, I'm going to go with the... So, was he uh, the... was he criticising people for getting drunk and doing silly things? And, and even though he wrote a book about controlling yourself and yeah. stuff like that. Let's go with the first one. Okay, and you'll be right. <laughs> Although... Interestingly, I did say obviously I make all of these up uh, in terms of the false answers. The second one answer that I gave, uh, the, the one and that about I made urinating up, in the bin, it is actually laced with a bit of truth because when I was at university, they had to start opening part of the building or build an extra set of toilets on because people couldn't were working late in the library or computer labs, couldn't be able to go to the toilets, so the people were pissing in the bins. That's ridiculous. I know. It was, it, that happened before I got there, I listened to it. Um, so there is a bit of truth in there, um, but nothing to do with this particular person, who I would hasten to add, retired and wasn't uh, in any way dismissed from his role, <laughs> just in case he's listening. You bloody disgraceful pervert. Um, <laughs> that was a joke as well, wasn't it? Uh, I'm sure he's an honourable man who just happened to get a bit too drunk on one occasion. Uh, so, uh, what was sold in Canberra in Australia this year? Was it an old painting, which turned out to be from 1816, depicting the Jackson Creek Massacre, one of the darkest moments in Australia's history, leading to the death of 28 Aboriginals at the hands of non-Indigenous indigenous people? Brought for the equivalent of around £2.50, it was sold at auction 
for 12 million Australian dollars, which is around four and a half million pounds. Or was it some old filing cabinets with no keys? When it was drilled open by the purchaser, it turned out that they contained highly confidential government files, including details on their security strategy in the Middle East and updates on the war on terrorism. Hmm. Um, so was it a crappy old painting that turned out to be very valuable? Or, or really? A crappy old filing cabinet that turned out to have top secret stuff in it? <laughs> Let's go with the first one, I think. I think it was a painting. The old painting? Yeah. No, it was actually a filing cabinet. That contained loads of highly confidential information. And the next entry for Eurovision. Yes. <laughs> yeah, get rid of that one. Uh, so, we've only, got two, we've only got two left now. So, why did Swedish mother Johanna Sandstrom hit the headlines this year? Did she get a tattoo of her son's name on her arm? Unfortunately, the tattooist put the name Kelvin when her son was called Kevin. <laughs> the result was that she legally changed her son's name to Kelvin. <laughs> <laughs> or if it's not bad enough being called Kevin then you have to change your name to Kelvin um, sorry any Kevins out there or Kelvins or Kelvins yeah uh, so or was it that on a flight to Australia stopping in Singapore she made the connection without any problem but forgot that she'd left 11 years old old son in Singapore Singapore airport he was put on the next flight and they were reunited around 6 hours later that's like a real home alone story that isn't yeah. it um, well home well, no, alone. Airport alone. <laughs> Not home alone. Uh, let's go with the... Uh, surely you wouldn't, you wouldn't get a tattoo done and then change, force your kid to change the name, surely. And Kelvin, Kevin, is that a, is that a Swedish name? Don't know. I'm going to go with the second one, I think. You know, you said you wouldn't get your son's tattooed, uh, name tattooed wrong and uh, then correct the name by it legally. She fucking well did. <laughs> I'm swearing. Oh, sorry. I apologise. Go back and bleep it out. Um, family podcast, obviously. Uh, well, not anymore. Yeah. You have to put explicit lyrics on it again. Yeah. Well, we're not singing. Go on. So, the final one. What happened in Liechtenstein one Sunday? Was it that the number for the emergency services stopped working? So, a secondary number was set up that went through to all the phones in Switzerland. However, a review showed that no one actually bothered to call the emergency services at all on that day. And there were no disasters to report. <laughs> or... There's, not, there's only about 30,000 people living in Liechtenstein, right, I think, okay. by the way. Or was it that the flights leaving the airport were cancelled as no one arrived for any of the flights that were leaving on that day? The morning flight to Munich had no passengers booked on it at all, and the afternoon flight to Zurich had two people booked on it, but they failed to turn up. All right, okay. I think the first one might... I mean, even with 30,000 people, for you not to have anyone needing an emergency... Well, 30,000 is like a football ground, isn't it? And was that just one day? Just one day. Yeah, so realistically, can can 30,000 people not have an emergency for one day? If you think of a football stadium full of people, do you think, you know, and you're not in, if not actually, you know what I mean? That that many amount of people, though, could they, could all those people just not have an emergency for one day? I think it's possible, but possible. I might go with that one, I think. That, that's one I think might, uh, the other one sounds like it could be more real, so yeah, let's go with this one. The, the one about the, no one phoning the emergency line. Okay, and you'll be right. So nobody phoned the emergency line? Nobody at all okay. reported any emergencies whatsoever on this particular Sunday. Mm-hmm. Right, OK. Uh, and in terms of airports... That's Sunday, isn't it? Well, not what happens. <laughs> day of rest, isn't it? Not day of, you know, falling ill and yeah, mm. having a fire in your house or anything like that. In terms of airports, I don't think there actually are any airports in Liechtenstein at oh, OK, all. fair enough. You have to go to Switzerland instead. Yeah. Um, so there we go. So that's the end of that quiz. So I hope you enjoyed that and enjoyed that at home.
so I think that's all we have time for. Just once again, Happy New Year, seven days late. Um, And we hope you've enjoyed our episode of today's podcast. We'll do our best to prepare another one for next time. Yep, which will be episode 42. Which it will. I think the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy refers to that as the meaning of life and everything, is it? 42? I believe so. Um, so I'll be interested to see what you get next time. If you want to tweet us, you can at Waste of Web Space, or you can go to wasteofwebspace.co.uk, or there's our Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash Waste of Web Space, or just yep. Google it. You'll find us. Thank yep. you very much for listening. Thank you very much. Goodbye. Tune in next time.